We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. As we attack 1 o'clock hour in the nation's capital, Burgundy and Gold today, D.O.C., Jackson and, you know, Scott, every once in a while, we get lucky. We got lucky last yes, we week and uh, with Brother Booty, and it cost him a lot. And poor, <laughs> poor John. We really appreciate John. But this guy here never loses because if he walks in the ring, if it were MMA, you'd run out. And it is Mr. Ken Harvey, author, father, husband, and just overall great guy, even though he was a linebacker, which I never thought that was possible, but he <laughs> It really is. Ken, thanks for joining us again. How are you? You know, I'm doing well. Um, yeah, linebackers are nice, loving people. Just don't get on the wrong side of us. But we're good people. <laughs> and how about that game? Um, we've had you on so many times. We always feel like we have to apologize for our guests. We bring them on, and most of the times it hasn't been good, good things to talk about. But in this case, how would you evaluate the big win against the previously unbeaten Eagles? So I got to apologize because I was like, you know, they're not, they're not going to win the game. And, and I, I, you know, I didn't think they were going to win it because, you know, at times the game plan wasn't always on par with, with the commanders. At times, the, you know, they, they try to make uh, comebacks at the end. And, you know, those are things I looked at and Heineke was trying to do too much. You say, okay, but they're not going to win the game. And then you turn around and they put on this magnificent performance. You could tell they wanted it. They wanted to show the world, that they're not as bad as everyone thinks that they are. And, and they played. And, and the secret is, the secret sauce thing is Heineke. You know, they, the team rallies around his energy. You know, win, lose, or draw, they rally around his, his desire to fight, that underdog type of attitude. And I think they showed it uh, that game. And I was excited. And everybody's walking around with these commander shirts on. So this <laughs> was all good. Yeah, Ken, you look at that game, and you know it seemed like you, often you hear about these game plans, these ideas, like, oh yeah, we just gotta, you know, keep the offense on the sidelines. You know, we just that's all we have to do. It sounds so simple, right? But but it actually worked for the Commanders this time around. Have you, I don't know, going back in your days? I mean, how how demoralizing is that as a defensive player when you're out there, and, and you know they weren't killing them with big chunk plays. Just a, it was like these little paper cuts that the, the Commanders are putting on the Eagles. You know, pretty much throughout the game, uh, and obviously this time able to finish off. Awesome drives and touchdowns. Yeah, the great the greatest feeling is is when you see the opponent, they're they're looking at each other and starting to yell at each other. Hey man, that was your cap. Hey man, we gotta get over here. And you know you're just chipping away. You're just beating them down and you're taking their heart from them slowly. And you're just looking at it and you're taking chunks out of it and you're just like, Okay, I got you now. 
that is the greatest feeling. And that's kind of what happened in the game. You know, they, they, they were getting beat by the time of uh, possession. They're getting beat off of certain things that, that, that we knew that they could do against them. Uh, you know, they're running. You could run against them. So it was, it was, it was, it was a, it's a great feeling. And teams really, uh, I think if you hit them early, and that, that had not been the commander's thing, but if you hit a team early and you keep pounding them, it's like a boxing match where that, that, that fighter can't recover. And as, as Philly has won a lot of games, they do have weaknesses. They're not all that. And I think more teams are going to start exposing the weakness because of what the uh, commanders did. Jamin Davis, as you look at him, uh, more of an in, he's playing the inside guy, a roamer, a guy that can run. I don't necessarily see him as a, quote, stud linebacker type as you played or able to put his hands down and just dominate the edge and go at a tackle. But describe him from a linebacker standpoint. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's a good point. Um, you know, so so the game has changed a lot, right? So you know, when I was playing, it was, it was you bigger, faster, stronger. You you know, you do all that stuff. But the game is the quarterbacks can run, and a lot of quarterbacks with top notch speed. So you want a linebacker that that's limbo, that that can get from sideline to sideline, that can attack, but also can drop back into coverage and cover people. I think his biggest problem had been was. Uh, you, Speed is taken away from you if you don't know what you're doing. If you don't have it down, not even 100%. you got to have it where it's just automatic instinct. And as a young kid, I think people don't realize how quick the game is in the NFL. And so it's an adjustment period. And, and if you don't adjust, then you're going to have all the speed in the world, but it's not going to help you because that split second when you're thinking about what you have to do or you hesitate or you don't do it as a, as a, as a gut instinct, the ball's behind you. Someone, someone's, went by, someone's went past you. Someone put a move, and now you're trying to play catch-up, and you're on everybody else's highlight tape. And I think that was his problem, but I think he's getting it down now, and he's starting to let his natural athletic ability take hold, and that's, that's a beautiful thing to see. This pass rush, I mean, they're not always getting home, Ken, but they are certainly uh, making an impact. You know, they, they do a good job. Uh, obviously, they're not getting beat, uh, you know, getting out of position like they were uh, quite often last season. What, what are you thought of the way that that front group has played uh, this season, in particular lately? So you know, because I, I was thinking about that, I was like, I wanted to text Ryan Kerrigan because I'm like, you know, somehow they they're, they're more they're more disciplined. I don't know yeah. if it was whether the coaches told them or if uh, Ryan Kerrigan as a, as a as a player, cause, you know, was telling them this is what you got to do. But it seemed like it seemed like. Uh, somewhere down the line, they got out of saying, "Well, you got to worry about this, you got to worry about that," and, and they've gotten into saying, "Well, just go all at it." You know, if you make a mistake, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we'll back you up. And then if everybody on the line agrees with that, everybody's going full speed. So your mistake isn't really that big because everybody's in the backfield. You know, it's, it's one thing if you're getting driven off the ball and there are these large gaps and the quarterback can run in between. But I think everybody's getting up the field and everybody's hungry now because, you know, it, it, players are jealous. You know, when you hear someone else's name and you say they got a sack, look, man, I was breaking my neck trying to say, wait a minute, that, that, that need to be my sack. I want, I want to get that hit. I want to hear that call. So that's the way you play. I'm going to ask you to put your defensive coordinator cap on and look at this unit that we were introduced to as the Buffalo, quote, nickel, and how <laughs> it, it works out when we get a guy – that can step down in the box, and I'm talking about those strong guys like Cameron Curl or Forrest and and or Butler, and play that unusual style. Your take on that quote Buffalo nickel or that five man front, or as you 
term new style defenses to match you style offenses. Yeah, I mean that, that that's just it. You know, you gotta <clears throat> football's a game of adjustment. If you, if you think about, you look at uh, over a period of time when I came out, they said I was too small to be a pass rush guy, and then then all of a sudden they start seeing speed guys, and so they say, okay, well, we out speed guys. Now you adjust to quarterbacks that can run. So it takes a year or two for the for the NFL to catch up to getting linebackers and players that can now play against quarterbacks that can run. And that's kind of the way the game is. It's, 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 uh, you have to be able to adjust, and you start getting players that can fit into that adjustment, and they start knowing that coming out of college, that that's, that's the way that they need to be. And I think the, the commanders are, are making they've, – they've developed – they got the guys that they know can do it. And if you have confidence in your players that they can do that, then, you know, it, it, it works out. Uh, the bad thing is a lot of times coaches try to fit a uh, was a square peg into a circle or a circle into a square peg and, and say this is my system and it got to work regardless and don't understand the players and the talent that they have. And you know, I think the commanders are starting to realize the talent that they have. Yeah, Ken Harvey's with us here on uh, Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, beat the books, download the BetQL app today. All right, so... Is can you tell us about the book? I know you you've got this. this is exciting. You you put you were putting out a book, and can you give uh, our, our listeners a little bit more information on that and where they can get it? Yeah. So the most exciting book uh, of the of this year, uh, you know, look everyone 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 talks about making it to the pros, but every player can tell you a life story and say this is how I made it to the pros. Ninety nine percent of the times, making it to the pros isn't like a straight shot. You know, it isn't that you were superstar all the way from high school, all the way up to college, all the way to the pros, and getting drafted in the first round. I dropped out of high school, and uh, and then ended up going to one of the top colleges, you know, academically in the in the country, and then made, getting drafted at twelfth pick in the first round. But there's a journey, uh, a story that goes with that, and that's my story. So when people look at me and they wonder, you know, why am I the way I am? Probably even why I was. Why was that linebacker and why I kept going and why was, you know, that, that tough guy. Then if you read the book, you'll understand that a whole lot more or maybe understand also the same principles apply to life. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you sometimes have to, you have to figure out what you're doing. You have to have a focus. You have to sometimes humble yourself. You have to sometimes ask for help and realize there are people around you or look at the opportunities that are right in front of your face that you oftentimes don't see. So my book is called uh, Stepping Stones. And, uh, in the beginning was the word, and you can find it on Amazon. And so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I, it took me a long time, not, not necessarily to write it. It took a long time to write it in the sense that it's hard to go back and look at your past and uncover things that, you know, maybe you haven't fixed or that you need to fix or that, that you didn't want to look at and you can compartmentalize it and put it away. And to put it down on paper, it's, uh, you know, it's a journey. But hopefully, you know, my goal is that the book can help young players uh, coming out of high school or college. It can help people who think that they're too old or it's too late to, to be where they want to be. You know, it's, it's, it's a book saying that you can do it. Anything is possible. Look at this story and realize anything is possible. There are some steps you got to take, but it is possible. Well, we need your help. Well, we have a 25-year-old. Um, the shock jock. Who, <laughs> I mean, Linnell Willingham, and and I'll I'll send you some more detail and data on him because I'm gonna <laughs> for his Christmas gift. I want you to tailor something. That's terrible. Even in a short presentation type, just for him for for yeah. Christmas. Well, you know, you know what? Sometimes 
it takes other people than the people that are the closest to you. Exactly. That's why I'm asking you. You, don't, yeah, don't, absolutely. you know what? Because well, you were the perfect example. So with my son, Anthony, you know, I could tell him stuff, and it was oh, yeah. like an insult to him. But when you talked to Anthony, yeah. it was like, man, Doc said this. And it was the greatest thing in the world. As long as we were on the same page, yeah. I just I marveled at how – how well he responded. So, uh, yeah, definitely whatever you need, man. Well, I need, right. and again, your son working with him was a thrill. Both of your boys, I had the pleasure. Really, you know, when you coach and you get a chance to be with young people, man, it's a gift that's given to you to give to them. I knew you what you were telling him, but I knew that I can't imagine having your dad be 6'10", 300 pounds, Lifting cars up out the driveway to move, and that's your old man. But this kid was so thirsty to just learn and to do him, be him, self. And I also know that it's hard to coach people's kids in this community, any community, because people think just because of you, he's supposed to do that. That has nothing to do with him whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah, I I love that story. Both of them. Yeah, Mike. My my story, that was how I got to the pros. But that same story doesn't apply to him. You know, when when I, when when we're struggling and trying to find out where we're going to eat at, he's right. eating a steak. You know, he's flying on on a nice plane. It's a exactly. whole different story. Yeah. But he had, but you know we all got our journey. So um, I, you know I just think there there's a lot of, of of people, especially in this world right now, that that are struggling. And you're seeing you know these students in schools and all this stuff, and, and people are struggling. To communicate, to learn how to communicate, to talk to each other. Uh, you know, that was one of my issues. I didn't know how to talk, and thank God for football, because it was a sport that allowed you to take out your frustration on others and get paid for it. <laughs> but a lot of people don't have that, right? Well, why can't, why wasn't it boxing? Because seriously, I see you in the ring with Mike Tyson. I'm taking you. So I'm just wondering, did you ever think about boxing? You see how pretty my face is? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know what? So that's why I did the martial arts, and for a while I was right. thinking about doing the MMA. But, as, you know, with football, you get all your injuries. So I went to a class, and uh, someone put me in a leg lock, and my, I felt my knee start slipping out of place. I was like, yeah, I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> uh, I'll, do, I'll do some Hollywood stuff. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Kim. I think it was Dr. Kim. Um, Master Kim. Master Kim, yeah, yeah, yeah Master, Master Kim, Kim yeah. and we were there, and Ken was involved in that. No, it was it was great, and no, it's been an honor, man. You're the best, and we appreciate Thank you. you Ken. How do people? Is it on? It's on Amazon. Give it one more plug again, and for yeah. Christmas, we're going to get it for Linnell and um, youngest in charge, and I think it can really help him. And then we'll monitor this thing, and I think it'll be a good a good story. You know, it's a it's a short read, so it's not it's not something that's that's long. I, I write it like I like to read, so every chapter is pretty short. Uh, but uh, it's on Amazon. It's called Ken Harvey Stepping Stones. Uh, in the beginning was the word because a, a lot of times we speak things into existence, uh, and so when you start speaking greatness over yourself, you mm-hmm. start becoming great. Uh, so there you go. Well, good. Amazon. That'd be a good one for your second one because if it works with Big L, then we got Big Tony. Who I don't think anybody can help, but if you no, could help him, then man, uh, <laughs> you you'll be filthy rich with this. Appreciate you, brother. Well, Number love for you. Yeah, man. Yeah, right, look, like I'm starting a life coach, so there you go. There, there you, you go, go. Yep. Mister Harvey. All right, my man. Good deal. Take care, guys. Mister Ken you. Harvey. You know what, Linnell? This could be a great, great exercise. 
just to see. It's like a reality show. It is. Like it is a reality put it on, show. Put it with this, uh, the pair, him with, yeah. pair him with uh, Ken. All right. Coming up, uh, we'll get back to some commander stuff. The uh, team is practicing today in the bubble. Of course, they're playing on turf this weekend. It is about the windiest day out there, too. It is not uh, a great one uh, for practice. Good luck. Good move being inside. <laughs> we'll get to that straight ahead here on the Team 90 Streaming Live on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Burgundy and gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson. Eminem on the vibes. And, and you know, Michael Mike, he's having a he's having a kind of day that I don't think that kid Haney has ever had. No, seriously. <laughs> I hate to compare oh, and do all mean, that, man. but I, mean, it's yeah. just, you know, yeah. just being real with that's it. That's true. Yeah, we got a good vibe going on here today with Team 980. And, it, again, it's all about when we win. Yeah. It makes it possible. People are nicer to each other. Um, good to uh, have Ken Harvey on. Good, you know, good to hear from him. And I'm interested to hear him, you know, saying, hey, man, you know, he knows this is the terms of the defensive line and maybe it's the way they're being coached. And I think certainly uh, Ryan Kerrigan and Coach, Coach, Coach Z. Z. Coach Z. Coach Z gets no love, no mention. Coach Z, yeah, got to give him some love, man. Yeah. And it That's was a void. Crew. Yeah. That's his crew. They're, they're, look, last year we were like, what the heck is wrong with this group, right? Like it took like eight weeks, but they have been solid. Outside of a few things here or there, they have been rock solid. I mean, Payne and, and Allen have yeah. been great Have you together. stood up next to Coach Z? Yeah, he's a monster. I thought he was – the first time I, I thought went he was out there, I go, coach. I said – I no, thought he was a strength I said, coach. what is that? <laughs> yeah. not, not who. No, he I came said, in what to the is that? this year at yeah. camp. I thought they were sending the strength coach over. Or like, you know, like I know some, it. I didn't know yeah. that he was the – you know, that was the day, of course, they – yeah. And made the announcement about the change in the staff, which uh, was interesting. You know, I noticed situation. even when he was the assistant, but he was the guy hands on. He was the guy padded up. Yes, yes. He was the guy that they were doing all the drills right, with. Right. So to me, he had the best feel for him because he actually got hit by him every day, and he no played doubt. nineteen, I think, years in this league. Yeah, he played a long time. And nose tackle, man, this dude, and he still has no artificial limbs. So that means he was good at what he did. 
clearly respect is there. I watched Ryan Kerrigan evolve. Not every guy that played can coach. That's the biggest miss right. we're going. And, and as you know, doing what Ryan's doing right now, it's not like this is some lucrative, no, high-paying no, job no, that he took on. Okay, no, this is no. you're grinding it. You're starting at the you know at the lower level of the coaching tree. Yeah, uh, to be an assistant, breaking down field to an assistant. To yeah, an he's got to do a lot of the grinding. It's again, he probably could have been Ryan Kerrigan, former NFL player, and made more money than. Getting into coaching, yeah, he could have did a post game, yeah. pre game, yeah. right? He right. could have been on the game, yeah. But what I saw him do is about the third day out of camp, and always I go by, you know, and I sure. said, "Hey, coach," and I knew that I saw him afterwards working with Obata, you know, and those guys because I, I only people I even focused on were the people that came out to practice early yeah. or stayed later. And, a, and one day I remember at a press conference talking to Coach Rivera, and I said, "Ron, what I'm most impressed by." There were 32 people on the field after practice. And that told, told me a lot because these guys are really putting in the work. They don't slack. Now, we've seen slackers here. We've seen them. Yeah. Okay. You saw how they dressed. Their guys dressed like Bozo the Clown to go out of practice. <laughs> they were allowed to do those things. This is a tight-run camp. These guys put in the work. Doesn't mean it'll be good, sure. but now they're actually showing you that they can do this. And I'll tell you what, the defense is where it all starts. Yeah, and I think the best part of all this, and I know some people are fixated on it, but I, you know, and this is not a knock on this player, but that there's not this urgency or this like panic every week if they keep moving back, you know, Chase Young. I mean, there's just not I just don't feel the urgency for it. Whether he plays this week or not, he can be on the active roster and be one of the inactives. I mean, it, they don't it need don't him. Matter. Yeah, don't. They don't need him right now. And when they do bring him back, I'll be interested to see how they kind of you know, slowly incorporate them, how they pick his spots and what have you. He can certainly help them, but it's not like one of these things where in the years past you're like, oh my God, we're going to get this guy back. You got to have this guy. Not you a savior. Win, you know? Yeah. He's not a savior. Yeah, right. And it's so, and, and Smith Williams, Elbada, these guys that we've been talking about, they've earned this. And it's given every week that this kid doesn't get his knees chopped means he'll be able to play eight or nine games. Yeah. Because believe me, they're going to be afraid of him. You watch the Bosa boys, all these guys, the kids, the freak up in Pittsburgh, they're targeted because people are scared to death of them. I want him to be able to defend himself at that level. But I've never seen a guy have a greater impact on a game that doesn't play. I'm telling you, this guy is a leader. When When people follow you and you're not playing, you got that it factor. So they're going to even be better with him, but he got to do his thing, and that's get to the quarterback. You know, it's funny. Uh, Chris Baker said yesterday, I had him on. He said, yeah. you know, one of the things that always blew him away about Chase, he'd be like, hey, man, go sit down. Like, what are you doing? Like, like he's standing up watching the offense, and he goes, but I see it. And that's, you know, that's who he is, and it's good because, you know, he can still go out and play. He goes, but a lot of guys, I mean, you need to get that time to take that downtime to be down. I mean, you can't, you know, you, you, know, you don't want him up there on the sideline, but that's who he is. What makes Chase – different is that he plays like a walk-on he hustles like a walk-on true. a guy that just came on and yet he's a five-star and that's to me his strength and like Taylor, it's infectious how the hell can you not break on the ball or fly to the ball when he's on the field because that's what he does right so they're even gonna they got a chance to even get better and um i just love the depth i love the fact that it all starts again i go back to st juice once you get that guy that you can go, go get him, 
And he goes, thank you, instead of, do I really have to? Ain't no fear factor. He's getting some flags, but he's not all guilty on all of them. The offense is just as guilty. You're going to get 50-50, but he's always with the guy. It's a beautiful thing to see. All right, let's get back to some calls coming up. We'll have uh, our guy Sean Springs at 2 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Uh, 301 Continue our conversation. What, what's been the, what's the missing ingredient, if you will, from this commander's team where they have to improve upon uh, from here on down yeah, the be stretch? Specific. Yeah, be, be specific. Yeah, be specific. You know, I'm not talking about adding, you know, again, Aaron Rodgers. No, on that's, the that's ridiculous. Nothing unreal. Yeah. I'm talking about, yeah. like, in terms of where yeah. there are areas of room for growth, if you will, yeah. uh, for them to make a real playoff push. We'll get to your calls coming up next. It is uh, Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team Dunning, streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. It is 132 in the nation's capital. Burgundy and gold today is a victory week as we get set to take on really the biggest challenge we've had all year because it's the next challenge. The game after the game. The game after the game is the biggest, biggest challenge. And you wonder, well, how do you keep that level of adrenaline? Also, I, I mentioned adrenaline and fear factor. There's a fear factor playing Philly. Yeah. Now you got to create this one this week. You know, your old coach was the best at this. Oh um, my god! <laughs> he used to come in. You could be playing Little Sisters of the Poor, or whatever, and he would just—I mean, just give you all this stuff about why they're so good. And you know, Belichick does similar stuff, but you know, Joe like had an actual like urgency in his voice. <clears throat> like like you're almost like buying he it. He convinced like, you. He convinced you that this dude was the greatest team ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Belichick does it. Yeah. And we laugh because it's funny. Like when he did the yeah. one with the Commanders about how the special yeah. teams and they were a terrible special teams. It makes, brings you back to Steve Buckhands. Yeah. And Buck <laughs> said that to Joe to comment to Joe and I mean, but that was really Gibbs. Yeah. And it was like you really have to put yourself in that position. I really think he believed it. He believed yes. that. We, you know, he was telling we need every swinging guy yeah. in here. Yeah, like yeah. we we're so dependent upon each other that if one guy's out of sync, we yeah. can't win. Yeah, and he's we up need the 12th everybody. Man yeah, and how like man. the 12th man's got to show up. Yeah, and got to. Yeah, no, no, you have to be yeah. there. He was like freaking you out. Yeah, it was. It he was really urgent. did a great job <laughs> with you know just building up that urgency uh, for it all, which was it was fun. I mean, it was, but again, that's why he's operated at a Hall of Fame level and two. Very different professions, yeah. In sports, he made you believe you really mattered, yeah. Even if you really didn't, you made you believe you did. Jonesy, you matter. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all feeling today? Good, buddy. Brother, I think you know we good. Yes, indeed, indeed. It sounds like it too. I I see y'all gave the the nail of the day off too. (laughs) <laughs> so, that's a, so that's a good thing. That's a good thing for real. The man is too hyper. You know, blood pressure is up too high. He's too and young he, to have blood so, pressure. Yeah. Hey, man, you you hear him on these radio waves when y'all not around? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think we need to pretty much because we could step it up on the tight end uh, thing. I mean, you know, Logan Thomas. I know he ain't a hundred percent. Yeah, it's a good point. But hey, add some more tight end play in there, you know, to keep the defenses, opposing defenses, off set. I mean, my thing is, you know, get get that going. That also helps out Taylor Heineke, you know, I mean, when you're playing some quick games. 
So, yeah, add a little more of that in there. And my thing is, I think we can make that push for the playoffs and hopefully get a win this weekend because I ain't going beyond this weekend. I like so it. I'm yeah, out, I'm so. surprised you mentioned playoffs. Thank you. Thanks, Nicole. Jonesy, you, you really can't mention that. You well, can't. I did. I, I, well, I, you did I because you're baiting people. You're baiting people. You're baiting people. No, but I believe it. I mean, I think you've got to look at it like you've got to take it, you know, <clears throat> like you got to take ownership of it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're a playoff team. Not to say that you just think you're going to show up and do it, but like you have to have that mindset of like, you know, we're good, you know. Play like it too. Play, play fearless uh, out there each week. And I think they – you know, they played that way Monday night. I mean, they they played like they didn't care the Eagles were 8-0. I mean, they didn't seem like yeah. a team that gave a crap about yeah, that. Yeah, they really did. <clears throat> I didn't want I didn't I did not want to go through a broadcast and not mention Dax Mill again and mm-hmm. appreciate that contribution Cam sure. Sims. See, all the guy and that's one thing that coach Gibbs mentioned and really convinced you that that was dependency that we yeah. really need everybody to do their job right now. Coach Belichick has coined it, you know, do your job. Yeah. Joe's thing was every guy in here, yeah. We we it's impossible for us to succeed unless we do it collectively. And I think that's very important. So Ron has some of that. No, he's you mentioned it. it. Yeah. He's able to get him up. Gets Not him up. in September. Yes. But after September, right. he's got – You can you imagine if he could master and fix that glitch, that whatever that glitch yeah. is – they come out of the box, right? Yeah. That'd well, be listen. Scary. I mean, I thought it was encouraging when the at the end of October, when they got those two wins. Yeah, earlier than it was you, kinda, yeah. I felt like it was like stealing. You know, like oh, you stole a couple wins here on this side of the calendar because you know in November they tend to get better. Now they did lose a game, you know, technically November to the Vikings, but again, getting that Green Bay win, getting that Chicago win. Yeah, but they gave that Viking game. Y- win. Yeah, no doubt. But they were in it. So there's yeah. two weeks in a row, the two best teams in the e- or the NFC, excuse me. Yeah, they've played with till the last second. Now you, you mentioned Milne. Like think about that. That the whole weird se- sequence right before the two minute warning where the Eagles have to punt. Uh, the, they had that weird snap. The punter's running like you know, and he's he's because the commanders actually had a good punt, almost at a punt block, which is so <clears> rare. Yeah, they they kind of spend some time running. Milne returns it, you know, and keeps it going, mm-hmm. and again gets up under the two minutes, so it kills that two minute timeout. The Eagles, the bonus timeout the Eagles could have had. Those those are all valuable seconds. Look at you doing this, and, and major stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's important. Yeah, well, you broke it down. Love it, and it doesn't sound like we're nitpick, but these are little things. These are those factors. That's why you win. Situational football, which this team has struggled with uh, often, but that was yeah. huge. And how about Tyler Lawson, who was on the injury? I always say this yeah. with, with Big L when he does the injury report. I always say yeah. every Friday when he goes into that's my favorite segment because it determines so much. He Well, it's he didn't practice. He had a back problem. That's fair. Yeah. You know, and comes in, does not miss a snap. I hope Sadiq Charles is better. I haven't heard anything about him, and he put in some intricate, some valuable moments. Trey Turner has said, "Not so fast, yeah. young man." How about them swapping tackles during the game too with Lucas That's and I mean. yeah. Cosme? That was wild. Yeah, and Lucas gave you. I think he defines shows you what he is. Yeah, he's a gap guy. He can right, fill right. a gap, but unlike on the other side uh, where Leno is, Leno's a fixture. Sure. Now he can be beat. Everybody loses at a time. But you're not going. He's going to win overall. I do think the whole idea of today's is people have identified what do we need, who's got to come up, and this we're doing this without Logan Thomas. Yeah, I almost slept on that. Yeah. Let's go to Brunswick, Roy. 
Hey, gents. Awesome show as always. Thank you, Roy. Yeah, Logan Thomas was a huge one, a huge factor for me as well, because that, especially in, in down in the red zone where you need a big target and, you know, Heineke being shorter just to be able to have that security blanket there. But I think what we can't do and what Turner and a lot of OGs like to do is try to be cute, try to come out and do some smoke and mirrors and, and, and trickery, you know, or, or tendency breakers. We need to just run our scheme and do the same things that we've been doing until they force us to do something different. And, you know, I think that's really the only way we lose the game is if the defense tries to do a bunch of blitzes because they think we're only going to rush four or if the offense comes out and, and tries to do a bunch of crazy, you know, stuff that, that they think is not in our game plan. Because until, you know, either side of the ball is forced to change what's been working, I, I don't think we should. And how nice is it for a change to be able to sit down and have some turkey and still be relevant and not listening to Sheehan scenarios on who needs to lose and what we need to do to be able to sniff the wild card. Just to be able to just win and get in if we keep doing what we're doing is such a luxury. It's sad to say, but just to be relevant at Thanksgiving is just nice and it makes me happy. That's a great point, Roy, but brace yourself. He's still going to have his scenarios. He'll have it ready for you. He'll have it ready for you. He he might have a scenario for you to win the division. Who knows? Oh, he already did. He might have. No, he put out. No, he did. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, he mentioned it. That's four games back. That's pretty Well, I'm saying, but again, he does that. Kenny from the district. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Good, Kenny. All right. Hey, real quick, just keeping keeping the team focused. Uh, especially through coaching with, with a younger, younger secondary, you got to keep them regimented because if they start doing freelancing, then we, we, we in trouble. But I think the coach is going to play a big part in us, you know, moving forward, keeping the team focused and running the correct plays, of course. But can I ask you a question about that Philly game? I rewatched it. That punt that the guy almost, I think Hudson almost blocked it. Yes. And then he took off. Couldn't, I think it was Bada. He could have just tackled that guy right there, couldn't he? Yeah, he could have tackled him. I mean, if he would have got to him. But, yeah, he kind of hit. He yeah, kind of yeah. Yeah, made sure he didn't, like, deck him. But that's twice now, Bada, because I think he had a fumble recovery, and I don't think he knew to pick the ball up and run with it. Uh, yeah, on a, that's on a little rule for well, you. Know, I mean, and it, and that thing ended up, like, you were playing the clock at that point. That ended up being big, because remember, they had the ineligible guy downfield, and they had a repunt. And so that got them under the two-minute warning, and that so that put them in the position where they had to burn all their timeouts, which was good. But yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying. It looked like he was close, and maybe could have got to him, but uh, you know, for whatever yeah, I was reason. just wondering if it was coaching or maybe because I think Bada's newer guy to the NFL or football. Period. Nah, he's been around well, for a while. You're thinking of Obada. There's Bada yeah. and there's Obada. Yeah. yeah, it's confusing, but uh, anyway. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All no, right. he's he's Thanks he's played call. enough. He's the one who's played in the league, not the other guy. Yeah. All right. Thanks to call, buddy. <clears throat> but that's a good deal. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I guess if we were, who else can come out? Who can help this team? Who's growing to the point where, like we're talking about a Percy Butler, yeah. But we've mentioned Reeves. Um, well, think about how good Forrest has been. I mean, this is his first real year player. Frightening. He's, he's second year player, but hey, this is also probably one of the reasons why they weren't as high on you know needing to grab Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame as a lot of us thought they might have been going yeah. into the draft. I mean, these are the things you you think you know and you hope will play out when you get into the season to have. But yeah, so F A Obata is the guy up. Bada is yeah. the guy that ninety seven is, is the other kid who is on I believe the practice squad mm-hmm. still. Who is also the international player. But anyway, yeah. 
It may not even be. Yeah, David Bada. Yeah, he's yeah, still there. he's still in the practice squad. But yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. but Obada. Yeah, he's been around a bit. Yeah, and you and you also have to give Bostic, Mayo. I don't care if you get five plays out of him. Bostic played a lot of plays. Yeah, he did. Sure, and you did. know what? He, you know, we were worried about him last year. I, don't, I haven't really had too many. Like, oh my God, why was no? He you good? haven't. You haven't yep, had those yep. moments this year. Which Billy is Hudson. I mean, all these guys. Yeah. You have to call it the way it is, and and give people to do if they earn it, and they and that they have earned it. It's um, it's amazing, and it's good to be good and to figure out this week who can help you. Yeah, I mean, who are you you mentioned <clears throat> and you mentioned um, Sam Cosby. Who can also play guard, but I don't think he has to. Right. I think that um, Big Trey has put that on lockdown, which is important. You want you want guys to be able to play. And one thing that, that Ron mentioned day one was position flex. Position flex. You're showing you're showing you some position flex. Position flex and catch radius. Two of my oh, favorite. Yeah, two of my favorite uh, Ronisms. All right. Coming up, we'll get back to uh, some calls. And we've got uh, Sean Springs. We'll talk secondary and uh, commander's defense with him coming to the top of the hour. It is Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team Nunity, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team Nunity, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We'll hear from Sean Springs coming up here momentarily. Uh, we'll also probably hear from Jack Del Rio in the uh, 2 o'clock hour. Uh, let's see. Defensive coordinator of the Commanders. Team now has uh, moved into the top 10. At, actually, at 10. An overall defense right now. Um, moved up to 16th in total yards. Rushing defense is 12th. Rushing average is 10th. Passing, uh, they're right in the middle-ish at 15. Uh, right now in terms of yards per game. Third down defense. Remember how terrible that was last season? Uh, they're seventh, Don't remind me. seventh in the league right now in terms of uh, third down defense. Uh, so that's obviously a big jump in points per game. Uh, 15th in the league right now in terms of points given up. The offense needs to get better there, too. We're talking about things that need to improve. Obviously, the scoring Offense had big jump up today. This this past week, thirty two points. First time they've been over thirty since I think it was week four of last season when they beat the Falcons. But that's something that obviously needs to be much better. Uh, you know, scoring touchdowns. You know, I, I'm not mad at the four field goals. I just you know maybe one of those could have been a touchdown would be nice. But, Generally speaking, the less they play, the better they play. No doubt. <laughs> that's yeah, what you want right. for your defense. No doubt. Yeah, they're getting yeah. less time on the field. And they've been they're keeping themselves off the field. Mm-hmm. And it's nice when you get off the field after three and out. You're not going back on like four plays later, which was happening early in the season. You remember that you know the Detroit game. Everybody you know says, "Wow, the defense." You know they were so terrible. Uh, but you no, know, actually, in the, early in the game, they kept getting off the field, getting off the field, and then yeah. the offense kept putting them in bad spots. And eventually, they gave it that safety, and um, that's when things got dicey in that football game. So it is. Uh, it has been an improvement, but you got to be ready for this week. You know, it's the thing too with when you play a team that's like in the Texan spot, right? A one seven and one. Like there's just always going to be some. You just got. You got to wait for the unexpected because a team like that can play. They can do anything, right? Like they can kick on. They could take the opening kickoff as an onside kick. They could, yeah. You know, throw some some crazy trick play you've never seen on tape before. I mean, just. Any, you just got to be ready for just the unexpected, just the weird thing stuff. Is Ron's relationship with their coach, oh, with Lubby, yeah, both being Bears. That, I'm just telling you, I I am far more concerned about this week than I was last week. True, 
Because I knew you going Monday night, I don't have to say a word to you. That's true. This one, I got to be all, I'll ride you like Secretariat this week. Yeah, I got to imagine this is a game that'll be seen in Houston and in the Washington. <laughs> and that's see? it. Yeah. That's it. This yeah. is not making it. Friends and it, family. Yeah, friends and family kind yeah. of game. This yeah. is not going to be uh, a national game. I mean, there's not going to be many people. So Ron Rivera versus Lovey Smith. I saw this today. Oh, yeah. So this will be the seventh meeting between the two as head coaches. Uh, Lovey with the Bears head coach and Ron was with the Panthers was 2-0. Lovey with the Buccaneers played Ron four times and lost every one of them. Ron beat him all four times when he was with the Bucks, And obviously this will be the first time since he's become the Texans coach. Yeah. And he's the commander's coach that they've, they've met one another. But, yeah, so there is some history there. And, you know, they had um, – they had some good years together, but I do believe Lovey moved him out of there at one point, right? Like I think he I think fired so. Ron. Yeah. So. Well, here's the deal, and it, but they're all they in the league. Sure. It, it's scary, and even if it's not, I'd prefer to believe that it is. And the one thing, as much as we talked about Joe today, is that I really believed he believed it. Right. That it was that it was a dangerous game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he was faking no, it. No, he wasn't faking it. You yeah. got to really. Convince the guys and tell them that um, some guys like B. Mitch. He hates everybody you play. It's just normal, you know what I mean. Which is great. That's why Brian is a great teammate because, and that's the way you ought to be. You ought to hate everybody on your schedule, but yeah. most guys can't. Yeah, most guys can't generate what you really the sickness that you have to have. Yeah, to be good at this is that you can't have friends. In the league that matter to you, you can't. You got to be just absolutely savage when you go after it. And I think the guys that, but again, I hate to even reference anything that Do happened a hundred years ago ahead, before the internet. But it's the truth. Well, you you guys um, weren't big on swapping uniforms to the Cowboys players after games. <laughs> we see. I can't even envision that happening. So, like, you couldn't see like Dexter out there. I can see Dexter punching somebody in the face <laughs> after a game. <laughs> yeah, that's what I could say. You see Russ Grimm and Randy White no like, way. hugging Nays, after no a game way. and giving Mark each other May, jerseys. I'm telling you, May Day, dude, yeah, there, there ain't nobody. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This is a whole different deal. Right. Now, the people will tell you, these young people with social media, sure. social media wouldn't have softened them. No. But I'm glad we didn't have it. I can tell you that. Yeah. Because we might have been worse than the Raiders had we had social media. I mean, it would just would have been, I, it would have been frightening. Yeah, well, yeah, because right. I always get this here once in a while from somebody who will go, you know, Michael Jordan was, a, you know, he was benefit, you know, he didn't have, you know, he didn't have to deal with social media or whatever. I was like, are you kidding me? That would probably have pissed him off more because he used to make up stuff oh, that wasn't even been, real yeah, about players. Been, he relentless. was faking quotes about LeBradford Smith or whoever. Oh, remember that? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. so now he would actually could find the internet trolls oh, to, he, he to fuel his fire. You got to be kidding me. I mean, that would have been the most crazy thing in the world. And they're like, well, what if he was on – first of all, he wouldn't be on social media. Somebody would do it for him, it and, for him, and yeah. he would be as generic – more generic than Tom Brady on it. Anyway, I mean, he would, he's not stupid, but, yeah, yeah he would use the, the, all the external BS to make himself even more, you know, of like, okay, I'm, I'm the underdog, even though he wasn't. He was Goliath against everybody, but anyway. Yeah, you know, one thing i got to ask Sheehan, and I don't know this. Mikey, you may know it. Do we have any photos of Patriot players undressing and signing autographs for other teams after they get their ass kicked? I just don't think so. It doesn't feel like I don't think this is a league mandatory. I don't know how a head coach could allow his team to strip 
after getting their do ass th- whooped. Do you think there's any home. IG videos of the Patriots' flights home? That's my point. Or, keep... or in the locker room. I got to ask Kevin. No, I don't think yeah, so. I got to check with I you. I think the answer is no. I, all I know is we had a guy in the offseason yeah. one year who was in town to promote a football camp with a bunch of local kids, and I can't remember all their names now because I'm old. And we, you, me, and Brian were doing the show. You're older. There was one kid on the team, or the one kid that was supposed to come in studio right. at the old nine eight in Rockville. He was a Patriot. Well, this is literally two days or a day after Aaron Hernandez. Oh yeah, gets I remember. Up. I this remember. This kid doesn't show up. Yeah. Uh, he's apologizing. You know, he so says, can't do it. Can't do it because he it. didn't want to be in the room in case we talked about it. That's right. Didn't want to be anywhere near the microphone right. at the conversation. To- he, even if he was in the room, but on the show he in the conversation, he knew Mike, that that was a true story. He might as well just you know go yeah. on and give Coach Belichick his playbook himself. So he yeah. knew better. He wasn't going to do it, so I, I don't remember the kid was, and he was a fringe guy on the team, and but he was a hard worker. I think he was in the league yeah. for a while, but he was terrified to be on radio with his Hernandez stuff going on. No, wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't going to do it. it uh, was- back in the day, Rob Gronkowski did an interview for I want to say uh, CBS, and he walked out of the interview when they started talking about Hernandez. Yes, yes, there, there was like yeah. a mandate, like you just don't. Just oh, don't they know, screw with but it. they already know. Yeah, they know. You know, it's it, just yeah. like. But yeah, that's that's kind of like yeah, that that definitely is a different world. I mean, and look, Ron right after the game was uncomfortable with some of the celebration because he did say we're gonna have to, you know, we have to talk to some of these young oh, players. Oh yeah, no, I, understand. I know. He knew it. He and knew I that they were going that. a little far, and I get it. And again, they they should be excited because look, all these guys they have, as you know, they have the monitors on in all the all the locker rooms. Yeah, and I'm sure they all saw the Eagles helmet right across, like all the names. Like they have 25 people pick games, like. It's the stupidest segment in television, but whatever. They all have to pick the game, and they all yeah, had Eagles course. helmets except for Alex Smith, who picked the Commanders. Yeah, and that was it. Alex was the only one I think yeah. that picked them. But anyway, you know, I'm sure they all saw that, and you know, it seems silly. And like, like, why does that? Why do you need that to motivate? Like, you should have been motivated anyway. You should have been pissed off. I Human mean, nature. You're minus. I mean, you were you're 11 point underdog to open the week. I mean, yeah. any more. Uh, you know, fuel needed to the fire, but that kind of stuff fires teams up, man. And, and you know what you think it shouldn't, but it does. No, you, it's and, great. and the good coaches, you're grasping. Yes. You see what they do? They don't try. It's not the check. You've been getting checks. The one thing I think people get goes over their head. All right. these guys have been getting. That's no big thing to them. What's big is the fact that whoever you went to high school with gets to check, peep your game out. Yeah. Yeah, it does matter. I do need, by the way, someday, somebody needs to give me a list of why the guys say they're high school over their colleges or the guys who say they're elementary school when they're introducing them. Well, because – I mean, what is want... it like? The, the paychecks stop coming in from the schools? I mean, what no, happened? No, it's like – we're, we're going to ask our next, our next guest. The – remember before you used to say Ohio State? Yes. And it was about, what, 15 years ago or so – I don't know if it was it was. I think George. a kid from Ohio University said the Ohio University, which or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. There's something like that, but yeah, that's a good. Maybe point. Springs was behind this. I don't know. It might be Springs' fault. Yeah. We'll get to that coming up. It is uh, Burgundy and Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team Nine Eight, streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.